Thank you for tuning into the Hope When There Was None podcast. And here we share stories to educate you, to empower you and inspire. So thank you for listening and tuning in. Please do me a favor and share if you have a favorite episode, or maybe you think somebody else that needs a dose of positivity and to maybe break open some of the darkness, let there be light. So thank you again for all of your support and encouragement. I hope you enjoy this episode. Good morning. It's Melinda and it is Soulful Sunday. So I'm coming on and just talking about different things that I use for healing for myself. I was going to talk about mindfulness, but you know what? Sometimes mindfulness, when you go down that path, especially as a Christian, it might be a little woo and it might send you on a path that you don't want to be on. Now, I know this is probably going to drive some people away and shut the video off and that's fine. But my powerful part of my journey was my faith. My journey, I couldn't, I would, probably wouldn't be here, or at least to where I am now, if I didn't have the Lord in my heart, if I didn't have that faith. Now, I'm not saying that I didn't have those moments where you could find me in the car just crying and screaming and yelling, maybe cursing. There were those times. Sometimes my car became my refuge. It became my hideaway. There were things that were going on. I, I was confused. I didn't understand. I was angry about why did the judge do this? Why did they rule this way? Why is my attorney not coming to my support? Why is my ex still doing this? And why didn't the police do this? Why wasn't he charged? There were so many times where I got on my knees or like I said, I would go to my car. There were times that I would find, I would hide in the bathroom and cry in the bathroom because I didn't want my girls to see me that upset. I would take a towel or I would just silently cry. Um, and that kind of became my place. Those were my two places, my car and wherever I could find, even if it was in the bedroom, somewhere quiet where I could just cry. Don't be afraid to let the emotions come. And there were times where I did let the kids see me cry. And it wasn't on purpose. They might have walked in to the bathroom because we know when they're under 12, for some reason, the bathroom is not private for moms and dads. It's just a thing. Kids don't care. <laughs> Maybe 10. But um, regardless, they would come in, they'd see me upset, like, oh, what, what's going on, mom? And of course, they'd become upset. So, but it wasn't something that I sought for them to see regularly, for them to see me break down. I tried to be strong. Now, part of my journey, too, was to gain that strength, to find that power within me to carry on, to start new. And I was like, well, I'm going to be darned if I go ahead and I end up worse than where I was. And so I fought where, tooth and nail, again, I've mentioned this before, to be where I am today. So I did have those times where I locked myself in the car or on the way to work, I would go ahead and scream or blast loud music. I had those times where I was terrified of what whatever was going on at court. So I had those moments too. But my faith is what kept me going. Even if I wasn't feeling it, that God and his angels, they pursued me. He pursued me. He kept on having these divine appointments where I would be at the store and suddenly someone would be there sharing their story or someone would just say some sort of word of encouragement that I needed to hear just at that time. And sometimes I didn't even realize how open I was. I also found that going to this, and this isn't particularly mine, but it's one that I have. It's the Holy Bible, KJV version is my favorite kind. Um, but this is what I dug into in those moments. I went into Psalms. I went into Proverbs. I read it cover to cover many times 
And each time, which is so cool, I would find something different. So I would just think about the words that I had read. If you want to call it meditation, I would meditate on his words because you can do that. I would just listen to the words. I would say the words. There were times I even taped myself saying different words of encouragement, different psalms. I don't know where your where your path is. I don't know if you've given up on church because sometimes when we go to churches, it's like a hospital for the wounded. And my pastor said this before, the church is a hospital for the wounded. And sometimes wounded people hurt people, hurt other people. So you might have had a bad experience. You might have been molested. You might have had people slander or lie or just really two-faced against you people in that church. But you might have to find somebody, uh, maybe just a prayer partner, go away from that church, find a new one. Or again, where two people are gathered, there's a lot of power in that. Two or more are gathered. So find yourself some prayer people, uh, prayer women, men, whoever you need in order to try to build that foundation again. Now, it seems like every time that I do things on my own, maybe wander away, don't read my Bible as much or journal as much, you know, talk to God as much, it seems like my life goes sideways. It really does. It seems to go sideways. And not that it's perfect being a Christian. There's still things going on right now behind the scenes that I'm not sharing, but there's still th they're still crazy there, or I've shared a little bit. And But it doesn't seem as much. It doesn't seem as crazy. I shouldn't be knocking anyway. That's a, that's a thing too. But um, it seems like when I really started getting more grounded and dug into my, into my faith and into the Bible and into prayer and believing then good things started to happen. And, you know, hey, we need a new car. And then a car would appear. Hey, I needed an apartment. And I didn't have, my credit was in the garbage. And I didn't know if I was going to actually have somebody, excuse me, rent to me at that time because I had just gotten a position and I don't even think I was there for a month when I needed to find a new place to live. And by the grace of God, and I tell you, that was by the grace of God that place where we had my first apartment they took me on anyway they did they just I was blubbering about it in, in my book rising from the ashes I talk about that but it was just such a uh what was it called me master anyway it was just a powerful moment for me just to see the Lord work and even stepping back about how he worked in my life and I know there's people out there saying oh yeah there's this big man in the sky waving this wand it doesn't happen that way it doesn't because trust me if it did you'd be seeing I wouldn't be Midas but you know there'd be some fancy stuff going on <laughs> just kidding I'm not a fancy person but that doesn't happen that way and it's sometimes it's for your greater good while you get some of those riches it really is so you have to change your mindset you have to kind of dig into healing that past and and again I found a lot of solace just digging into my bible and my favorite my favorite verse and I actually just found another one which is just kind of really floored me my my favorite verse is Philippians 13 I could do Sorry, I got something in there. I can, in my eye, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. That's one of my favorites. But I was just looking through here just to get to that part. And I found um, Philippians 4.19. But my God shall supply all your needs and according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Ooh, that just really spoke to me when I read through that. Like, wow. So that was Philippians 19. But again, Philippians 13, that was one of my favorites. It's like, I can do all things. And when those moments where I didn't feel like I can do anything, I remembered that verse. I would keep, I don't have my cards with me, but I would keep verses with me 
if I couldn't have my Bible with me, I would keep verses with me in order to look at them. Now, for you, it might not be Bible verses. Perhaps it's just like, I am powerful. I am the I am statements. I am beautiful. I am, I am courageous. So those sort of things too. But again, a lot of mine were Bible verses. So asking also, I had to ask for help when I needed it. There is no shame in asking for help. There's actually great courage and great power in asking for help. It real, There really is. And sometimes when you start asking and letting go, because you might feel, especially after you just left that abusive relationship, you might feel very much on guard and untrusting. You might not trust everybody you bump into. And you might wonder, well, what's their agenda? Why are they being nice? And I know because I did that. So asking, it's not a sign of weakness. Again, it's very powerful and courageous when you can ask and let go and trust. You got to trust. And I'm not saying the universe because I'm not all into that. I'm saying trust the Lord. He'll provide your needs. He will. And again, a lot of these times you're like, well, Melinda, my prayers never went answered. So I think this is just a bunch of baloney. There might be a reason for that. You might not understand it or even know. I don't understand it or even know. But when I look back at my past, I can see why those prayers weren't answered. And a lot of times those prayers aren't answered for the better. And you just don't realize it at the time. But spend some time in quiet. Give yourself the gift of time for yourself, for that self-healing, for that self-kindness. Just those are the things that I did. And, and I can go on more and more, but I'm going just to leave you with that. So again, just to get in that mindset, find some verses, find some comfort, get into a quiet place, whether it's in bed, whether it's outside, outdoors, which is wonderful, as long as you can. Now, do I do all this stuff all the time? I don't always do it as much as I need to, especially now. I've, I've gone a little bit further in my healing journey. But when I was first in it, yeah, you saw me walking around outside without my shoes on. <laughs> I was grounding myself a lot. I had my Bible. I, I think it was almost glued to my side. I was listening to a lot of self-help things too, and I encourage you to do that. Find uh, the Bible on CD or Audible. I'm sure they're out there right now, but podcasts too. Find something encouraging. Find something that's going to lift you up, something that's positive. And I do this. I try to do this. I try to find things that are going to uplift me. I don't listen to mainstream music. Every once in a while I might do, I might hear a beat that I like. I, I really try and stay away from that though. Um, but I listen to more of classical. I like sounds that are uplifting to me. I like the piano. I like the violin. And, uh, you know, there's something about <laughs> some Dixie that I like too. I like a fiddle. I like fiddle music. Uh, but I like a variety of music. A lot of it's more instrumental than words. Um, I do like hearing the old-fashioned church songs. I love the old-fashioned praise music, not with the guitars and everything now that a lot of people use. I like more of the old old time ones that you'll find in those dusty, sometimes dusty churches. I really like listening to those more so. Um, but dig into that. Sing some songs that are uplifting to you. Watch things that, and you know, I had to stop and pause about this because I was thinking about this myself. And again, sometimes I, I try to do these things. I try to walk the walk and I, I do, I fall, I stumble. So I binged, coming out now, I binged um, The Walking Dead. I stopped at season two many years ago, but I binged The Walking Dead all during our um, COVID 
when we were on lockdown in the very beginning, I made masks and I would just sit there with my headphones and watch that because the family's not into that. And then I was thinking yesterday, I was watching, I've watched Outlander, I've watched A Handmaid's Tale, I've watched, and I'm truth telling here, um, I even got into Supernatural recently and I didn't know Jeffrey, what is it, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was on there. Oh, be still my heart. Not, you know, hey, being honest. Um, but I realize when I start watching that stuff, a lot of more strange stuff happens around the house. You're opening yourself up into different portals. Of course, this should be for a different video. But anyway, I know I need to stop watching that. I'm watching that on my laptop. I'm watching it with headphones. So, because the family doesn't like that. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't like watching a lot of stuff with cursive, uh, cursive, with curse words and nudity in it. But here I'm watching this. There's no cursing in it, but I don't want my son to see it. So again, if I don't want my kid to see it, why am I watching this? I'm, you know, I feel like some kind of pervert just sitting there, you know, is anybody watching me watch this? So I'm cutting it out, just saying out loud. Yes, yes, asking God for forgiveness for that, but I'm cutting that out. I don't need to watch that. I need to watch things that are inspiring, that are uplifting and it's mindless. You know, I'm sitting there, but I am doing eBay. It's pretty mindless, but I want to find things that are more powerful for me, more that I can dig into my spirit. I've actually signed up for a few different coaching programs. So I need to look into those instead and listen to those, those business things that I need in order to expand and grow. Then I need to waste my time on listening to that trash, right? So anyway, that's some truth telling. I'm being honest. You, you want honesty and that's, I'm going to tell you the, the dirt here about me. <laughs> So I need to stop watching all that nasty stuff and uh, just dig into some fruit and dig into some Bible reading and maybe watch a story of Mark or something. I know they have a lot of that on Netflix. Yes, I still have Netflix. Anyway, I'm going to let you go. Enough truth on this soulful Sunday. I hope you found something that can inspire you and uplift you. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to let me know. And um, I'm happy to help you. Wherever your journey is, I'll do my best to help you. I see you. I believe in you. I know you and I was you and I am you. I, I totally get that. I've heard a few people say that. And yeah, that, that's something I definitely understand. And I walked in your shoes. I know. I know it's difficult. I don't have all the answers. I don't ha understand a lot of everything that goes on in legal land. Again, I'm not a counselor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not an attorney. But I'm a friend and I'm a woman that's been there. Okay, so this is Melinda. I'm rambling now. I'm going to let you go. If you're watching this in the replay, do me a favor. Do a hashtag fire emoji, and I'd love to know where you're from. I What city, what town, what state, what country, if you're watching this in the replay. And uh, also, if you found anything that was of value, share this video or one of the others. October is Awareness Month for Abuse, and I'm trying to, and there's many other countless other survivors out there trying to spread awareness of red flags and so on and so on. If you don't share this video today, share somebody else's. Really, we're all in this together and it's a very powerful message that we're all trying to get out. I've like friended over 50 or 60 people that are warriors in this and it's just amazing to me. And, uh, you know, I've shared a couple things recently from what I've gleaned or what was sent to me by other warriors. So if you could please just check out the page for that. Um, I guess that's about it. So that's it for the Soulful Sunday. I'll see you back tomorrow. I don't have my calendar up here. If you have a topic you'd like me to discuss, I am still coming on for the next two weeks or so throughout the rest of October to discuss all things that are related to abuse.
I hope you have a great rest of your day. Stay safe. Mwah. Thanks for joining me. Bye.